0: IT'S CHRISTMAS!
1: Well, tonight, thank God, it's Instead
0: of you Oh, Christmas Day, my ass! I'm driving home for Christmas Oh, I can't wait to see those faces
2: Christmas to you and all. Hello, this is Adam, the host of the Merry Britsmas podcast, and it's a brand new year which is exciting considering all of last year, but always a little disheartening for a Christmas obsessive like me, as it's the furthest away from the best time of year. However, I wanted to keep the spirit alive a little bit, and besides listening to all of the other brilliant podcasts who keep going all year through and celebrating Christmas... I'll be releasing a short episode each month, continuing to explore British festive TV, music and traditions. For January, I thought I'd focus on some post-Christmas things. I'll discuss whatever the hell Boxing Day is, review a Boxing Day Christmas special from Outnumbered, and present you with some British covers of Old Lang Syne. First up, let's think about the day after Christmas, December 26th. To most of the world, well, it's just the day after Christmas. However, in the UK we celebrate the wonderful extra bank holiday that's known as Boxing Day. Don't break down on Christmas, break down on Boxing Day, once the washing up's done. Now, it isn't a day for fighting, though I'm sure many families have had a few post-Christmas brawls. Instead, Boxing Day is generally spent as a kind of recovery day. It's an official bank holiday, meaning the majority of people get a day off work. Let's jump back to the past first, at the origins of the name and the day. It's a little disputed as to exactly how the name came to be, but the predominant theory is that an old, middle-aged tradition of the wealthy giving boxes of gifts and food to those in need. It may be linked to the Christian tradition of alms boxes, especially linked to the Feast of St Stephen, or St Stephen's Day, which in Western Christian churches falls on the 26th of December. The term Boxing Day was first attested by the Oxford English Dictionary in the 1830s and defined as the first weekday after Christmas Day, observed as a holiday on which postmen, errand boys and servants of various kinds expect to receive a Christmas box. Going further back, however, to 1663, Samuel Pepys, a famous diarist and MP, wrote in his diary about giving something for a giving box. Nowadays, Boxing Day has become a slightly different celebration day Unfortunately, not everyone gets their day off. A lot of retail workers have to work because of something called the Boxing Day Sales, a day where shops often have dramatic price cuts opening early in the morning and seeing lots of customers eager to spend Christmas cash and get some bargains. They'd been waiting all night but still found the energy and enthusiasm to hit the ground running in pursuit of a
0: bargain. Scenes repeated across London as hundreds of thousands took a holiday from austerity taking part in the now traditional Christmas sales, the biggest shopping day of the year. Many savvy shoppers had held back delaying the big Christmas purchase until the sales began.
1: A lot of people I've already told that they're going to get their Christmas presents after Christmas with in mind that I'm going to come and and buy things in the sales.
2: In the UK in 2009 it was estimated that up to 12 million shoppers appeared at the sales on Boxing Day. Sports are a common part of Boxing Day as well with Boxing Day football, or soccer, a popular pastime. This, however, is because games used to be played on Christmas Day, but the 1950s saw this change as people decided it was best to keep Christmas as a family-focused day. So games moved to Boxing Day. For most of the country, though, Boxing Day is one of two things. Either an opportunity to visit another part or side of their family and even celebrate a second Christmas. Or a day to do pretty much nothing, except watch film, TV and eat all the leftovers. And I love both of those types of days. With many people spending Boxing Day inside watching TV, there are lots of specials on the 26th of December, and some are even set on that day. One such episode was from the TV show Outnumbered, a very funny sitcom about a family in London. The sitcom started in 2007 and ran for five series through to 2014 with numerous seasonal specials. The Brockton family consists of Father Pete, played by Hugh Dennis.
0: Ben, Karen, for the last time, they are not lightsabers, they are toilet brushes! Put them back!
2: Mum, Sue, played by Claire Skinner. So how many Christmas presents broken now?
3: Um, six, by noon on Boxing Day. I think we've beaten last year's record.
2: And their three kids: the sarcastic teenager Jake. Come off it,
3: Jake.
2: Listen, Ditch. No,
3: hey, you're only a few millimeters taller than me. Yeah, but from here on in, you're just going to keep getting shorter.
1: Oi!
2: The hyperactive and unusual nine-year-old Ben. Two
1: questions. One: if you didn't go to the toilet for months and years, would you explode? Yes. And two: why do they call it Boxing Day?
2: Because you end
0: up knee-deep in boxes.
1: We put your underpants on. Couldn't find any. Maybe the robbers stole them.
2: Ben, the robbers did not steal your underpants. And the ever questioning and critical seven year old Karen.
3: Karen, I will make New Year's resolutions, but I will choose my own. Your
1: resolutions are rubbish. There was stuff like. I will eat less biscuits so I get more thin or, I, or I will learn Italian. But what can- we really need is for you to stop nagging. Don't be so rude! See? I... Like then, you're nagging. I do not nag. I you d- may learn Italian, but then you could just nag in Italian. Can you stop banging on about me
3: learning Italian? <laughs> anyway, how many resolutions have you got there? Uh, 48. And how many are for you? Some.
2: The comedy comes from the interactions between the family and their visitors, such as Grandad and Sue's hippieish sister Angela, with a lot of the script being semi-improvised by the cast on set. The first Christmas special that I'm going to explore today was called The Robbers and came out between series 2 and 3 on December 27th 2009. In the story, it's Boxing Day in the Brockman House, but burglars have decided to rob the place, leaving the parents to try and sort out insurance details. But we find out they may well be making some dodgy requests.
0: Oh, unless...
3: I mean, there are loads of items, you know, in the past, that we never claimed for. There was that video camera that got reversed over, and that ring of mine got swallowed.
0: Yeah, we could have put in claims for those and we didn't. I
3: mean... If we were to add on occasional item, that would be okay, wouldn't
2: it? Which Jake is not too happy about after they told him off for illegal downloading of music. And like anyone buys
1: CDs nowadays.
0: Well, some people do. Some people acquire their music legally. Here we go. And downloading you do, that is basically theft. Yeah, but everyone else does it. Just
3: because everyone else does it doesn't make it okay. I knew you all were right, going to say that. All right, Well, that's all very ingenious, Jake, but in the end, the fact remains that illegal downloading is just What? Like fiddling the insurance company.
2: And the family, of course, are arguing a lot, as usual. Thank you, Father Christmas.
1: I can't get it out from behind the radiator. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It's that yellow dinosaur Auntie Jean gave him.
1: It's really stuck.
0: I'll have another go with the skewer in a moment. I think it's his arm that's stuck. I'll have another go with the skewer in a moment.
2: And, as usual, chaos is reigning, as with many families on Boxing Day in Britain. The youngest, Karen, is very worried that the burglars might return. And Ben isn't helping.
1: Will they come back? Will the burglars come back? What? The burglars could come back? Uh,
2: No, Karen,
0: of course not. No-one's saying that. The the burglars aren't coming.
1: hit us with the iron
3: bars when we're we're asleep. No one's going to hit you with anything. And anyway, robbers
1: just want to take your stuff. They don't want to hurt you. What about the Vikings? Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings. They will rob you and hurt you.
0: Well, actually, historians now think that the Vikings weren't nearly as violent. Can we not as worry weak. about
1: the history? And what yeah. about the thuggies? They would rob you, and they would steal your kids for slaves, ben. and then they would burn your house down. They could ben. Just, like pin you to a table, all over you, to like little pieces of meat. Then they would bury you under their palace.
0: There aren't people like that around now. Yeah,
1: but what about the things that are now? Like Ben, there was those group of Mexican women who would like. Invite right, you round to their house for smoothies. That was in Mexico. They, they drug you. Ben. And they hurt somebody because there were two wrestling dwarves who came round to the, one of the women's houses. And she gave them her smoothies. and ben. They drank them but because they were so small and they had the dwarving illness.
0: And none got, of this family...
1: ...affected their system and they just died. Or dwarf wrestlers. Can you stop him? Where are you learning this stuff?
2: A rather annoying friend of the family, Jane, is also around to visit and has bought a unique gift for the family, which Karen can't quite understand So, your
3: present to us is a goat. Yeah.
1: The desert is encroaching on sub Saharan villages. And for them, a goat makes a huge difference. So, it's a present to the sub Saharans? Well,
3: no, it's yours, but
0: it's them who get to use it. And you can enjoy that. I
2: think it's a terrific gift. Sue and Jake go to visit their granddad in a new nursing home only to find out he's sort of escaped.
3: Dad? Are you sure he's not in one of the communal? Very sure. Look, let's not get worried. No, I am worried. And as someone in charge of an old folks home who's just lost an old folk, I think you should be worried. Well, it's possible he's popped out. Popped out?
2: They find him in a pub with a friend. who was kind of hard to understand. Yes, Grandad, it's Boxing Day.
0: Well, I find it a bit tricky keeping track of the days, so, to be honest, I don't really bother. Oh, where are my manners? Uh, This is Mac. Mac, this is my daughter Sue, and my grandson Ben. Jake. Jake. Oh, where are you going, you're crowling fairly, Been the host to jump the tatties? Robbie Burns. (laughs) He can't remember a bugger all, but he can remember all that. Our old clothes looked as good as
2: new. Don't understand everything he says.
3: Right, well. Look, we'll drop Mac back at the home, and then we'll take you on to ours, okay?
2: They end up inviting him along to Boxing Day dinner, feeling sorry for him. However, he reveals a rather ironic and worrying past.
0: You could do it stronger locks in these doors, bolts, top and bottom. Morris deadlock. That's what you need. Something give a wee bit of resistance. You uh, seem very knowledgeable, Mac. Ah oh, well, for 10 years I was a security Consultant. Oh yeah? And for 20 years before that I was a burglar. This looks tasty.
2: But the show ends as many boxing days do with some family charades. <laughs> it's
3: a book. Old, thing. Uh, blind man. old man with a stick shopping. Angry blind man.
0: You're right, this is definitely what Christmas is blind. about, blind. isn't it? You the, the, Throwing your home sorry. open to family and friends and ex burglars. A,
1: a lion? To, uh, a, a, with an animal? Old man and his and dog? It's definitely a book. Old man what book do you dog. think Ben is
3: doing? The
0: elephant. I've got this terrible feeling he's doing the Bible, all of the Bible.
1: Kangaroo. Uh, rabbit, kangaroo.
0: kangaroo. I think that's Noah and the Ark. Oh,
1: God. Hunchback.
0: Yeah, you see, there are the crabs going in two by two.
1: Top-up. Musician.
2: Flute. Trumpet. Mark Davis. Um.
0: Ah, oh, he's got to Joshua from, in the Battle of yeah, Jericho. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to Sodom and Gomorrah.
2: Orchestra. And even a sing-along. As far as take my sister to the pit It's the kind of British sitcom that has a very realistic depiction of family life floors, warts and all, with love at the centre and a heart to the family that shines through all the chaos. And that makes for a pretty good Boxing Day special to sit down, relax and enjoy. <coughs> at New Year's, it's become a tradition to sing "Old Lang Syne, even though very many people don't really know the words as they sway, hold crossed hands and hum along. The song has its origins in Scotland with the famed poet Robert Burns writing the poem in 1788. The poem's title could be translated into standard English as Old Long Since or less literally Long Long Ago, Days Gone By or Old Times. Burns took the poem from traditional folk poetry and songs, taking lines from other texts rather than creating a completely original piece the addition of music was perhaps first done in 1728 in an opera called Rosina by William Shield. The tune is a pentatonic Scots melody, but why has it become a New Year standard? Well, it is about the general attitude of reflecting on old times and looking to the future. Scottish people would sing it at Hogmanay, their New Year celebration, and it became more of an international standard following its use at a New Year party in New York City in 1929 at the Roosevelt Hotel, performed by Canadian bandleader. Guy Lombardo. It was broadcast on radio across the US and helped cement it as a New Year song. The song is also used more widely in many Scottish traditions and events such as graduations, funerals and the ends of dances or weddings. I went in search of some interesting covers of the song by British artists and found a few for your listening perusal. First up is British indie pop star Kate Nash in 2013.
1: Should old acquaintance be forgot? And never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot? And days of old anxiety? Should Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old langs?
2: How about a more punk New Year's with UK subs? boyle the reality TV star whose voice surprised the world covered it for her christmas album in
3: 2010 yet for old life's and surely you're
2: another rock cover from female heavy metal band Girls School. 2021 and we can all hope this year brings much more hope, happiness and celebration beyond our own living rooms. I'll be back each month with some little doses of British festive knowledge and ramble, so I'll speak to you all in February. An happy blooming Christmas to you and all.